What's the word, y'all? It's Devon says Reaper Training. Y'all now tuned into the Reaper Motivation Podcast. Glad for y'all joining me today, man. Um, so funny enough, I was looking through my catalog, and um, you know, I was going through seeing what I was talking about, and I haven't done a a relationship podcast in a minute. And um, I actually really on on this. That's normally one of my bigger ones, like. The two biggest draws on the channel is either when I'm talking about self-defense or, or relationships. Every now and again, like the one I did about literacy was pretty big as far as views. It's actually one of my most viewed, I mean not viewed, uh, listened to, streamed podcasts I ever did. But uh, I think I'm going to go back to relationships today, bro. And um, because I actually, you know, with it being a new year coming up and... You know, a lot of gems to pass along. I had something to talk about that I thought was very important. And uh, it's to me, this is the biggest. Well, I want to actually talk about two things today. And these two things I feel are the biggest killers to relationships today. And uh, before I get into it, I'm not going to talk about social media. I'm not going to talk about um, about. Uh, you know, all the little, you know, date naps. I'm not talking about anything that, like, the contemporary problems that people always pinpoint. Uh, people talk about the lion and people talk, like, this, like, this is gonna be solely, yeah, if y'all know me, I'm big on, on, on accountability and self-reflection. And, uh, I feel as though these are the two things that no one really wants to talk about because they require you to look at yourself. And to look, take a real good, hard look at yourself and who you are as an individual and what you do on a day-to-day basis. Because self-reflection, the reason why self-reflection is so powerful and why the most successful people in life are the most self-reflective is because, you know, you hear people say, oh, I'm my hardest critic, I'm my hardest critic. Okay, it's one thing to be a harsh critic of yourself, but are you are you using that information that you've been critiquing? Like I could sit back, right? I could be like, man, you know, uh, I'm just not fast enough as a runner. I'm trash. I'm slow as shit. Okay. It's one thing to say that to yourself, but what am I doing to change that? You see the, the most successful athletes you always hear about. I was, I was listening. Um, I don't know how many football fans I have on here, but you know, they was talking about CJ Stroud and they said, uh, the reason why he's so good with the Texans is because the Texans coaches, offensive coaches, are very harsh on him when it comes to film, and he's very receptive to that. See, he takes it, he accepts the critique, and then he changes and he he grows off of it. So you can be your own harsh critic. You know that that's such a I don't know why that's gotten so big nowadays, but that you know you can do that, and that sounds great. And maybe you think saying that will keep people from talking shit to you, but it's not. And also because if you're not doing anything with it, you're just beating yourself up to for, for no good reason. You have to change yourself after you critique yourself, and I, I I find that a lot with when I you know get into my fitness uh, goals. Right, I can sit there and say that I've I've gotten fat, but what am I doing about it? And that was a big thing this year. So this year was one of the first years since uh, two thousand, like like late two thousand twenty one, that I really said, you know what, bro, when am I gonna make a change? I keep talking about it. I keep getting on myself, but I'm not actually doing anything to change my circumstance. And this was this first year I did that. So that's why I wanted to make sure I brought that up, man. If you're if you're going to critique yourself and you're going to be self-reflective, you have to act on your self-reflections. And um, 
getting back into what I was talking about uh, with the relationships, you know, these these two issues to me, not only uh, not only on top of being self-reflective, you also have to. It also, like I was talking about with the being humble thing, it also requires you to be humble. Because it's, it's one thing, because in order to make a change in your life, you have to accept in your mind that, damn, you know, not only is this wrong, but, you know, I'm not perfect. Which, that sounds so simple, but, you know, not thinking that most people see themselves as perfect, but no one ever feels as though they're wrong. Ever. At no point in time. I always find it funny whenever I date women, right? And, you know, it just so happens. You know, maybe it's just the ones I talk to. You know, maybe it's just such a huge coincidence that none of them ever did. None wrong in their old relationships. They all, none of them, no one ever got away from them. They the one that got away, right? They're all, you know, they were done wrong and everyone else was wrong, right? They don't do nothing to nobody and their biggest flaw is that they're too loving. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just all these great mythical things like they just fresh out of a fucking, uh, 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 a damn uh, fairy tale book, this Rapunzel-like golden figure who's who's so sweet and so pretty and na da 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 da. da. Uh, get the fuck out of here. There's something that you did wrong. You just don't want to think about it, or you don't want to admit it, or you think that somebody should put up with it just because you are you, and you're a girl and you're pretty. And I don't want to just put this on women because this men like this too. Every fucking dude I talk to, their girlfriend is a tyrant and their wife is a tyrant. And there's just the most evilest, conniving, rough thing in the world. And there's nothing that you do wrong. Everybody has that, that attitude all the time. And that's just, it goes to show you, bro, that, you know, you can't, at some point in time, you got to point the finger at yourself. That's I think that's why being accountable is such a big thing on these uh, self-help podcasts because there's no one ever wants to point the finger at themselves. But of course, I just rambled for fucking six minutes. I haven't even gotten to the two things. So, <laughs> so the first thing I wanted to talk about is uh, the first biggest uh, issue towards relationships is complacency. Now, the second thing is going to be a little bit uh, longer, but complacency is the biggest killer and i'm gonna look at this from the perspective of a man right and i'm gonna hit it on both heads um here's the thing you know we get into a relationship a lot of times most of us when you're dating if you're if you're social if you're socially aware because i will say there's a lot of men and women who are not socially aware at all what i mean by socially aware is like if you're a man right you know as a man that the two most attractive things to women are resources and confidence. If you are a very confident man who has a good paying job, you will more than likely have a wife one day if you talk to enough women. I can almost guarantee you. It doesn't mind you, I didn't say anything about height, none, none of that. If you just have those two things, I, I am I am almost a hundred percent positive that you will have a significant other that is Attracted to you at some point in time if you have those two things confidence and resources However, what I mean by not being socially aware is that there's people that I know personally who Don't like they, that they're broke and they don't do anything to strive to make more money And they're also, you know, 
they don't take care of themselves at all. And and you know, you know, your 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 appearance is a part of your confidence. I don't know anyone who's very confident that doesn't. You know, I'm not saying you're you're a fucking a fashion expert, but you dress appropriately. You carry yourself a certain way. You wear cologne. You keep yourself well groomed. You're upkept. You're not dusty. But I know people who don't really pay attention to any of these things, right? And all they fucking do is bitch all day long about women. They just want this. They don't want it. Da, da, da. You know, they only want a million dollar man. They share fucking fresh and fit videos every five minutes, sitting at home mad, you know, hands and they, you know, rubbing their balls, angry. Oh, these women, they only fans and. Shut the fuck up, bro. Like you like come on, bro. That just not being socially aware. You're not you're honestly not doing anything to change your circumstance from your perspective. From I mean from your standpoint. And you're mad at the world because you won't change. That's just not being socially aware. And it's the same thing with women. There's women that I know that complain all fucking day. I'm talking about I don't know it, the the most annoying thing on social media is when women share relationship meme after relationship meme after relationship meme like that's all the fuck they do and it's like bro and then you look at these these well not even just looking at them right if you just talk to some of these women matter of fact we're gonna say look at them too i'm being totally transparent in this podcast right most women know are very hard aware now. Now y'all know me. I like my thick women, but most women know that a majority of men do not like super thick women. So if you're overweight and you're just still gonna complain all day, that's not being socially aware. If you were that upset about their circumstances, you would change something, right? Uh, another case in point, the women that be sharing these memes, I know got badass attitudes. Matter of fact, I know one, I went to high school with this girl. We actually used to talk um, back when I was like a junior in high school. And I think she was a sophomore, if I'm not mistaken. She's like a year or two younger than me. But we was talking high school. Bro, this girl was like... You know, it's funny because before I started talking to her, people would tell me, like, oh, just stay away from her. Her attitude's fucked up, da 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 Like, she just has a reputation just for just being a nasty person. And, you know, right on schedule, eventually, it, I got I got hit with it. She was just, I started dealing with her. And I was like, damn, you really do have a fucked up ass personality. Just, like, very abrasive, unnecessarily messy, you know, causing rumors and doing all this goofy shit. And um, it's funny, she the same thing, shares all these memes, I was like, you know, I wonder if you checked your fucking attitude, if you would find who you're looking for. So this is what I mean by, by uh, you know, with, with complacency. You're so comfortable, uh, not complacency, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, be, I be rambling so much, I be losing my own place sometimes. But what I was talking about is, a lot of times when you first start dating somebody, all of these issues, right? Of people that people that are socially aware are that that try to they'll try to quell these things they'll try to hide them. So you might meet so going back to the woman thing, right? You might meet a woman who's trains pretty often. She goes to the gym. She has a really good attitude. She's super feminine. However, you'll start to notice five, four, you know, six, eight months down the line into a relationship. All of a sudden, you know, she's not as sweet as she normally is. Like, she kind of talks a little crazy to you sometimes. Like, you'll have to 
check her every now and again for to- like raising her voice or maybe calling you out your name. It's like, you know, I never saw this when we first started dating. And then, you know, again, she was in the gym. She was taking good care of herself. But you didn't notice, man, about a year passed. Well, you didn't put a 10-piece on me. That 10 looking into a 12-piece. I ain't talking about the. I ain't talking about the wings, and then so all of a sudden now. But we know what that that is. That's getting complacent. That's getting comfortable. All that shit was just a representative to get you in. And, I, and like I said, I'm not just gonna get on women on this. This is a men thing too. How many man? How many of you motherfuckers know a homeboy of yours who, when he was dealing with his uh first started dating this girl, you know you would still hear from him every now and again. These motherfuckers fly off the face of the earth. You never hear from them ever ever again. Right, they don't go out no more. And then when you do see them, they look like a fucking homeless person. They don't, man, bro, they gained an extra ten pounds, ten fifteen pounds. You remember him being a suave, fly motherfucker with the haircut, the new shoes. He dressed like a bum now. I didn't have, I didn't have friends straight up, uh, one hundred percent straight face. Yeah, you know, I got a girl, so I really don't gotta do all that shit now. What you mean? I've never heard a woman say that. Now, also, I don't really have... I mean, I have female friends, but not ones that I talk to very regularly. Like, I mean, I, I have them. But, like, uh, I don't. I haven't heard a woman say that, but I'm pretty sure women probably say that same shit. I got a man. I don't got to do that no more. Go to the gym. I ain't going to the gym. A lot of people wait until they get into a relationship to just stop doing all the shit that they got to... Because you got to understand this, right? And this is why complacency is such a, and this is why I'm saying this is such a big killer. You see, when you're complacent, before you get the person that you're with, everyone out here on this earth feels competition anxiety. Now, we could sit there, we could be all boisterous, and I don't compete with nobody, and that, 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 but I don't, you know, I'm doing this for me. And that, that could be true, but here's the thing. If you're a man, right, before you get that girl that you're looking for, what are you seeing on social media every day? You seeing these super handsome dudes on TikTok, the girls thirsty in, on, in the comments. You seeing motherfuckers driving better cars than you, making more money, dressing better. You're, you're like, this is a lot of the, the reason I think, you know, going back to that whole uh, social awareness thing, I think this is a lot of reason why a lot of men, well, it's, it's other factors too, but I think this is part of the reason why a lot of men drop out of the date market. Because if you already have a kind of low self esteem in yourself and you see this shit, like there's a lot of men who go on, you know, these these apps and shit. It's like, how can I compete with that? You know, the big thing now they talking about with uh, Jalen Hurts, the, the the quarterback for the Eagles. They like he's Mr. Perfect. There's men who are legitimately mad that he's so desirable as a man because they looking at it like, how the fuck do I compete with this motherfucker? He's 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 tall. He's good looking. He's strong. He's rich. What do I do to compete with that? Not understanding that he's one motherfucker. And even if there's a million of him, guess what? There's another three million. There's more women in this country than there are men. But they're only looking at it from that lens. They that you know, just because one woman said they're not attractive, every woman thinks they're not attractive. That's how these motherfuckers think. So I think a lot of you know people dropping out of the date market. You know, they they're just they can they're they're tired of having to mentally compete with everyone on social media. So when they get into a relationship. You know, if you've been in that mindset to where you didn't shy away from that competing, you tried to jump on it, which that can lead to its own issues. That's when you see motherfuckers buying clothes they don't need, that they can't afford, going into debt, taking trips to try to show off the holes, and they really don't got the money, but that's a whole nother story. But when you finally get in your relationship, it's almost like a, oh, thank God. 
It's like a it's like a, a breath of fresh air. I can finally got this big ass fucking weight off of me. I got someone who likes me, you know. She she thinks I'm attractive. She smiles when she sees me. It feels so good when she comes and I don't know about child, but like my favorite thing about being with women is their touch is so fucking soft. I it, it can't be replicated, bro. Like it's fucking like they like it's like when a woman, especially when they got them. I, like I know some people don't like. I like them long nails. Like when they kind of get the rubbing in your ear and shit, it just feels like a goddamn. I'm getting off topic. Anyhow, like you just you're happy that you're in a relationship. So you know. When that happens, guess what? Now that that weight's off your back, it's, well, do I want to go to the gym? You know, you, you're about to get leave out the house. You see a girl sitting on the couch. Like, eh, do I want to go in there and sweat and be sore and be all tired? And I can just lay on top of her like, man, and, and put my head between her titties and take me a little nap. Yeah, I'm getting on the couch. Yeah, I ain't going to the gym. And that goes, you know, let's say that was Monday. Let's say you do that. You know, I'm just going to take this week off. You know, I'm just, me and my girl, we're going to hang. It's cool. It's cool. Watch some movies, right? That week turns into a month. That month turns into three months. And guess what? Guess what? Uh, meal prep. Uh, man, I don't feel like cooking, bro. Me and my girl watching them. No, fucking order some pizza. Now your ass ain't gained 15 pounds. Now, here's the thing, right? Talking about complacency. Guess what? Now, oh, you know, I'm not even done with the scenario yet. Hold on, hold on. So, all right, now you can gain 15 pounds. And guess what? You know, you had a job. You, you know, you're a warehouse worker. You don't make a lot of money, but you make enough. She's cool with it, right? And, you know, you get overtime pretty regularly. So, you know, that helps out your check. But guess what? That overtime, you know, you want me to stay here extra two hours, man? My girl at home, man. I don't. Overtime. Fuck overtime. I'm going to go spend time with my shorty. Now you're making less money. So here's the thing, right? Now you're making less money. You fatter. And I guarantee you probably not even, you know, I got a girl. Why I got to keep getting these haircuts? You see what I'm talking about? How it just snowballs into this complacent, like, lackadaisical thing. And see, before three months, I know your woman's looking at you like, who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is this? This ain't the smooth, suave motherfucker I met when I was in the club. He came up talking all sweet in my ear. Talking about I'm fine and he like this. And you know, when he got close, you smelt his cologne. That your girl like, this not the same motherfucker. He don't even wear that cologne no more. And then you, But you know what? And this is what I be talking about with the lack of self-accountability. Because guess what? When that girl start getting dick from a motherfucker down the street. Or when that girl leave your stupid ass. Or she starts treating you different. Guess what you going to You going to get on all these women. They're so arrogant and narcissistic. And na 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 na. You going to start sharing fresh and fit. And Andrew Tate because your feelings is hurt. Motherfucker, did you look in the fucking mirror? Did you notice that, were you the same, were you a better version? Fuck the same, right? Because, like I said, this is a motivational thing. Were you a better version of you at the end of that relationship? If the answer is no, you failed. Now, I understand, right, and this is goes to another point, because I understand that everybody wants to be ultra rich or ultra successful. I understand that there's other things you care about in life. That's fine. What I'm saying is this, though. You don't. You can still improve in life in different facets. Is you know? I think a lot of people look at self improvement as just money or just fitness. No, bro. Did you get any smarter when you were with her? And you're probably thinking, "What's smarter? That's what? The, what the fuck does being smart have to do with?" Guess what? A lot of women like being with men who they can learn something from. You should see when I when I'm on the phone with some of these women, or when I'm talking to some of these women. Well, you know, I'm like a 
semi encyclopedia sometimes of certain things. I just had like random facts. You should see the way they face lights up when I tell them something that they didn't know about. And this is so interesting, but they like smart men because they, 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 if it gives the idea to them that you're, uh, not responsible, um, knowledgeable, like the more knowledgeable you are, I think, it, I think it's like a, 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 a primal instinct type thing. Like a knowledgeable man is a man that you could probably better survive with in a time of distress or need. So, but like, were you learning more? Were you getting smarter? Were you learning different ways to save? Or were you trying to like, in some way you need to improve your life at some point, like just looking, being stagnant totally in all facets of life is just stupid. Like what the fuck? Like what are you alive for? You you might as well be a fucking tree if you're gonna be the same. Just stand in one spot and just die like that. You know what I'm saying? So complacency is big. Now, like I said, I don't want to just get on mentalness, but because it's the same thing with women. Now I'm gonna be honest with you, right? Because of because of a lack of options and for most men. Women do this and get away with this uh, way more than men can. I'm going to tell you what I mean. See, that, that woman I'm talking about that you with, right? Let's say that, that you know, you got complacent, all that shit happens. There's probably a motherfucker that hollers. If she's an attractive woman, she probably gets hollered at at least three, four times a week. You know what I'm saying? But if you're steadily declining... Well, at the watch, she's like, why am I sitting here with this motherfucker who don't even care anymore when I'm getting hit up by these other be- Like, she's going to start to wonder. As a man, that ain't really going to happen. I can tell you right now, I'm like, if I was to think about it, right, how many times, like this month, I've been flirted with by women that I've been out or, or you know, at the store or something like that. Maybe a handful of times. Four or five times, you know, a woman, oh, you're handsome or, you know, they'll make a comment about uh, my cologne or something. There's little little things like that. Maybe a handful of times you take a woman who's 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 a who's an eight. I ain't say a nine. I ain't say a ten. I said an eight. Man, she probably if if we was the both of us right now used to compare, she probably like thirty five, as far as comments go. It happens every day. You know what I'm saying? So, but as most men don't get any compliments. There's a lot of men who probably, you know, I see this little joke. There's some men who never get compliments at all from anybody. They've never been told they're handsome, never been told they're good looking. So when you finally get a girl and she starts getting complacent and you're not really that attracted to her anymore. And and she's, you know, she used to dress up. Now she only dress up like that. She used to wear these like super good smelling oils and perfumes. Now she don't be wearing them shits no more. She used to always get her hair done. Now she don't be doing that shit no more. You know what I'm saying? She was always in the gym and fit. Now she don't be doing that shit no more. But if you're one of them dudes who you were kind of just lucky to get her to begin with, what the fuck can you say? What can you say? What do you what what do you do? Like you can't you can't do nothing about it, bro. You kinda assed out. Like it's kinda so they'll get away with it a lot longer, but at the same time. This is this now that now here's the thing though, right? If we're being a hundred percent honest, the dude that I'm talking about that just got lucky to get a girl, do they are they out there? Absolutely. But the ones that women are mainly going after, especially now, and we're not getting to hypergamy today, we could talk about that another day. But the women are mainly looking for those the, the top, they either want the most handsome or the most uh 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 wealthiest 
of men that they can get for their bracket, right? Both would be great, but you know, one or the other suffice. So, but here's the thing about men like that, or just men who are confident, who who have, who also they don't have as many options as you, but they have some options. We ain't finna go for that shit. You think you finna be? Well, you you think you finna just be lounge around? You don't want to do shit, eh, man. I be goddamn. Shit, bullshit. I'm gonna be about this motherfucker. You got me fucked up. Nah, nah, nah. It's accountability on this motherfucker. You got, you gotta, you, you, you have to earn your place here too. It's not just me. That's when you, you know, we, we, that's that's when you end up getting called sassy because it's like, yeah, I, yeah, I got standards too. You got me fucked up. You can't just hang around here doing nothing and thinking shit's cool. You know what I'm saying? But that's where they find it, and that's and but you see them like complacency builds. Now here's the thing. I don't want to, cause I, sometimes I be wondering if that comes, if it comes across like this. Sometimes I've gotten complacent in relationships. I got complacent in life. We all do. Complacency happens. You want to avoid it at all costs. You want to try to, you know, mitigate it to as much as possible. But it happens to everybody. It's impossible not to get complacent, bro. We live in a first world country where there's not too many outside forces constantly pushing and tugging us to do something to be great. Now, if you in a third world country where y'all trying to scrape by to get food every fucking day, you better not be complacent, bro. You're going to die. Complacent with what? You barely surviving. But when, you know, when you're in a, in a state that we are, you know, and I know I get people from overseas that listen to this too. If you're in a first world country, it, yeah, you really don't, you don't, you don't want for much. There's some shit that you don't need that you want. You probably want the new Tesla. You probably want some new Jordans. You probably want some, but you don't need it. It's not, it's not, you know what I mean? You probably want to go on vacation. You don't really need it. Sure, you could do a couple days off of work, but do you really need to go across the fucking country? For what? Do you really need to get three more stamps in your passport? You would like it. It helps, but you don't really need it. So, it's easy to become complacent. So, but the thing is, though, is that, like, when you're in a relationship, bro, you're, you're, you're asking someone to... To be a part of your life. And you want to be a part of theirs. If you're like if you're with someone who wants to keep growing in life and you're not growing at all, put yourself in their shoes, whether you're a man or woman. Why the fuck would you want to be with someone who can't grow with you? Does that make any sense? If you're like now, you know, because this happens too. I asked, you know what, one of my one of the uh, Marines I used to work with back in the day. He already said, bro, he said, yeah, once I get my degree and start working here, you know, my only goal in life is just to have kids, you know, be happy. He was cool with that. His wife was cool with that. He didn't want nothing above and beyond that. You know, he just wanted to work as hard as he could to retire. And right now, it's been going pretty well for him. I mean, last I spoke to him, it's been a little minute, but but you know what? He found someone who was essentially kind of done growing. Like, she wasn't really looking to go above and beyond now. Now, that might change some years, but it's working for each other. So that can happen where you get two people who are in that same mindset, but you got to know who your partner is. A lot of these motherfuckers, you get so caught up with fucking, you're not even really asking these questions to begin with. What the hell are you looking for? What do you want out of life? You see what I'm saying? You can, and, like, and this kind of leads me, there's another thing, right? That I remember when I first started like dating when I was um, in my early 20s. And, um... You know, I see people all the time. They talk about how women like bad boys and shit like that. They get so worked up. And I started dating women who, who uh, not a lot of them, but there was a few women I dated that 
you know, they even told me themselves that they particularly mainly went after uh, drug dealers and gangbangers and shit. Now, obviously, I'm not a goddamn drug dealer or gangbanger, but they were, they just were attracted to me and they kind of liked my personality. So that's how I was able to get in there. We would date for some time. But you know what's a funny thing that I've noticed with these with those women? And why I don't really date, I, I don't date them anymore. Well, I mean, you, you, sometimes I do. You know, you never know who, what somebody did in their past. Maybe they dealt them with that. But the reason why I was, I remember when people would be so up in arms, like, oh, these women only want drug dealers and stuff. And I used to be like, why y'all care? Because after dating them, there was mental things about them that I was like, you know what? This is the same for me. Like, this, this won't work. And the main thing with that was long-term thinking. Give y'all a case in point. There was a girl... This this might have been like like 2018. This was a while ago. I'm dating this girl, and um, we're having a conversation about scammers and shit. And I was like, you know, hypothetically speaking, would you be cool with me just being a uh, a scammer as opposed to working? Even though that if we had kids, there's a there's a risk that you can be raising kids by yourself for ten to fifteen years if I get arrested. She said, "Yeah." Now, obviously, that sounds stupid, but the reason why I was so taken back by it is, okay, what that tells me that you just don't have any long term thinking. That ten fifteen years is a is a maybe. This is happening now. The problem with not having long-term thinking that, because guess what? When I get busy and shit get real and I got to start hustling, there's going to be points in time where I might not be able to see you that much. And I need you to understand and accept that and understand the bigger picture of what the fuck we're doing. I know you want to go to the Bahamas this year, but maybe we got to wait another year or two while I get this off the ground. If, I, if I'm starting a new business or I'm writing a new book or I'm doing something, I just can't take the time out. If you can't look... Down the line, if you can't think with me, or even if you don't, even if you can't envision it, if you can't accept, you know, that I might be working on something different, you have no place here. You serve no, you, there is no way you can be a part of my life. You could be around it, and that's like just dating. That's fine. I'll, I'll date women. I'll, I'll, I date women all the time that, that I know, bro, you can't, you, 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 our wavelengths is different. But as far as you want to be a part of my life, that can't work. Because how the fuck am I going to grow when you not even, you not even, like, fuck, like, I'm not even talking about, like, my major goals in life. I'm just talking about little small things. Have you ever tried, like, I've dated women who I've tried to tell just for, like, a week or two that I'm not going to be a see like that because I got to go back and forth. And they throw a fucking fit. Throw a fucking fit. You not even, you can't even look to three weeks ahead. Make that make sense. How in the world there is no way on God's green earth. There's no way on earth that someone like that with that mindset is going to be able to be with someone who, who who's constantly thinking in long-term thinking. I mean, long-term uh, standards. But this is what I mean by, you know, wavelengths and, and, and understanding who you're with. And this is why someone who's not complacent can't be with somebody who is. So complacency is one of those things that, you know, we don't talk about it too often, but it's a major thing. And, you know, I wish if if both genders, man and woman, this is why I kept going back and forth between the two. If both genders took it seriously, 
there would be, and here's the thing, like I'm talking about from a success standpoint, because that's kind of how I think normally. We'll go, like, I'm very goal oriented, but this could just be just an appearance and in chores. Just like that. Uh, most people, I believe, w- would be good with non-complacency and appearance and chores. What do I mean? As far as chores go, if you, if, if as a woman, right, when, I, when you met me, you, you, I don't know, you, you folded my clothes. I know now we're in a feminist society and that probably, there's probably people that just, that, that thumbs down this damn podcast because that's just such a slave thing to do all of a sudden. It's fucking ridiculous. But anyhow, but like, but th- back in the day, that was a gesture of just love. Like, I care about you. Let me take this off your plate. If that was one of your chores and that was a thing that sold me on and, and for women listening, things like that sell, that sells you. If you have a man that you can't get to act right, Implementing something as a sell, and I and I know this is gonna you know because you're the prize and you're perfect, so you don't think you gotta do this. But anyhow, if like if you if you was to give do small things just to sell yourself, a lot of these men would would in a heartbeat. I remember, bro, I shit you not, I was damn, I was dating this one woman with two kids. I was twenty three. She had was that twenty three? Yeah, twenty three. She had two kids. She was attractive, but I wasn't super attracted to her. Man, this woman has so many little. Th- I was man, I was debating about being a stepdad at twenty three. That ain't no shit. I'm not trying to be no goddamn stepdad, but let me tell you something. I was ready. I was thinking. Of, I was debating about it for two of them. Not even one. I'm not even really open to being for one. But this is yet two. Cause she was that. I was like, bro, like if you can, even if you get complacent, if you just do fifty percent of this shit, bro, my life would be so much easier. Like I'm just like I'm, I was, I was in disbelief. This is why I don't talk shit about the passport, bros, because this girl was not from America. She was from um, uh, 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 uh it was a country in um, in the in the uh, it was a, it was like a Polynesian country. I'm trying to remember. It wasn't Hawaii. It was it, it was one of those it was one of those con- those countries. Was, I mean, little islands out there. But like, yeah, she was from out there. But bro, I was I was in shock. I was like, bro, this is like, I never, you know what's so crazy? You want you want to hear something that's so crazy about this? She couldn't cook a lick. All the things I'm not gonna get into the whole thing, but she could not cook. It even would not be able to cook, which for a lot of men, when I'm talking about this, is a big thing. She was still head, shoulders, ankles, and feet above. Every woman I was dating at the time, and really, quite frankly, every woman now. Shit's crazy. So if you have someone who you just can't get the lock down and get your your, your, your hands around, if, you, if you're a woman listening to this, add some value to them. Show them a little something. That, and, and it's the same thing for men. But, you know, just the complacency thing is just it's so, it's so funny because, you know, again, like I said, when you're, when you're dating, when you're single... And you're socially aware. You know there's certain things you got to keep on top of. You know you got to be in the gym. You know you got to look good. You know you got to smell good. You know you got to, you know, do little things to keep yourself in, 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 in tune. And we just forget about that. As soon as we get into a relationship, it's just so, it's so baffling to me because it's almost, and it, I guess the baffling part to me, like I said, I was complacent in relationships before. You know, I've gained weight, all that stuff. I, like I talk about here all the time, I'm always fighting with my weight. But you know, whenever I got to, to slacking, like when my significant other or the girl I was dating started acting funny, when I did that self-reflection, I was like, you know what? Yeah, that was kind of on me. I, I slacked off on that. You know what I mean? 
like I I should I should have tightened that up right there or tighten this up over there. But people just don't even do that. At, they don't. They just oblivious. It's crazy. But yeah, man, this went way longer than I thought. I thought it was. I didn't even get to the second part, man. Damn. Uh, so here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna split this up into two podcasts because y'all know me. I don't really like making these past like 40 minutes. So I'm gonna split this up into a second podcast after this. It's gonna be part two of the uh, biggest relationship killers in 2023. I know that's not what I called this in the beginning, but that's going to be the title because I just thought about it. You feel me? So, man, listen, I appreciate y'all joining me, bro. This is Devontae's Reba Training. We don't chase dreams. We hunt goals. Get back gains in full effect, man. Uh, happy holidays, and I'll get up with y'all soon.